Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Hi there, my name is Joe Martin. I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church in Toledo, Washington. And thanks for taking a few minutes to watch this midweek video cabin talk um, from First Baptist Church in Toledo. You know, what if God says to you, and I think he is trying to say to us, I know he's trying to say it to me, stop being a baby. God says to me and has been telling me, and maybe even though this may seem a little bit um, hard. Um, he says, like maybe we all need to be told, would you grow up? Joe, would you just grow up? But growing up is hard. I'm finding and maturity is not automatic just with the passage of time. Sometimes I think as I get a few more gray hairs, I think I ought to just be, I don't know, just get credit for time served. <laughs> But we don't. We can actually regress sometimes. And I think sometimes I find myself maybe getting a little more immature, acting more immature. You know, you get tired and you get lonely and you get hungry. <laughs> Your expectations don't get met. Well, you know, we need each other. We help each other as God's family to grow up. That's why God gives us gifted people he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. He gave us to each other. Why? Because we need each other. Why? For the equipping of the saints, for the work of serving each other. And then Ephesians 4.13 says, Until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to be a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we're no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and, and carried about by every wind of doctrine and by the trickery of men and by craftiness and deceitful scheming. There's a lot of that going on. But speaking the truth in love, we speak to each other. We speak the truth in love. And we are to grow up in all aspects, grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body, that would be the church, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causing the growth of the body and building up itself in numbers and buildings and money. No, it, in love. That's what it's about. You know, uh, Eugene Peterson translates uh, Ephesians 4, 14, he says, no prolonged infancies among us, please, will not tolerate babies in the woods, small children who are an easy mark for imposters. But oh boy, is that tough, isn't it? It's easy to get into the mode of, of missing out on the need to grow. 
And there's always, there's been lots of opportunities to grow. And I'm going to talk more about this on Father's Day, this Father's Day weekend, as we talk about growing into being into being um, fathers of the faith. And of course, I talked about it, being mothers and fathers of the faith on Mother's Day. But we'll talk about being fathers and mothers in the faith. Uh, you know, there's a role for people that aren't necessarily, you know, doing all this kind of work and, and you know, running, doing camps and fixing stuff and, and doing the important work of, of like the physical activity of, of within a church body. There is a role for you and for each of us to just be mothers and fathers in the faith. And boy, do we need them these days. I was doing this book um, that we're using for um, uh, discipleship material. And it talks about a book by Peter Scazzaro. And he writes, he says, many people may be chronologically 45 years old, but remain an emotional infant, child, or adolescent. The question then is, how do I distinguish between them? <laughs> and I read this, and some of you have read this before, and it just like, oh, it just made me like cringe a little bit. The following is a brief summary of each. Emotional infants, buckle up, here goes. Look for others to take care of them. Have great difficulty entering into the world of others. Are driven by the need for instant gratification. Use others as objects. To meet their needs. <laughs> Emotional children are content and happy as long as they receive what they want. <laughs> Unravel quickly from stress. Ouch. Disappointments, trials, interpret disagreements as personal offenses, are easily hurt and complain, withdraw, manipulate, take revenge, become sarcastic when they don't get their way have great difficulty calmly discussing their needs and wants in a mature, loving way. Ooh, boy. And then emotional adolescents tend to often be defensive or threatened and alarmed by criticisms, keep score of what they give so that they can get asked for something later in return, deal with conflict poorly, often blaming, um, appeasing, going to a third party, pouting, or ignoring the issue entirely, become preoccupied with themselves, have great difficulty truly listening to another person's pain, disappointments, and needs, are critical and judgmental. And then, <laughs> as if I could uh, get here uh, at times, emotional adults are able to ask for what they need, want, or prefer, clearly, directly, honestly recognize, manage, and take responsibility for their own thoughts and feelings, can, when under stress, state their own beliefs and values without becoming adversarial, respect others without having to change them, give people room to make mistakes and not be perfect, appreciate people for who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly, not for what they give back, accurately assess their own limits, strengths, and weaknesses, and are able to freely discuss them with others, are deeply in tune with their own emotional world, and able to enter into the feelings, needs, and concerns of others without losing themselves, have the capacity to resolve conflict maturely and negotiate solutions and consider the perspectives of others. Ooh, I want to be that person. Don't you want to grow up? But it's hard, isn't it? It's not automatic. And that's why 
the journey of discipleship is to learn how to do that, is to grow in that, to become a spiritual father or mother, a spiritual and emotional, healthy adult. When I read this, I thought that growing up would take a great bunch, a great amount of work um, in the midst of God's love. And you know what? I'm right. You know, the goal of our instruction, Paul said, is love. Boy, that's a lot, isn't it? So I guess it's all that much more, it's that much more important in these times that we make the focus of our lives what Paul's goal actually was, to become those mature adults. Paul said, I have, and we'll talk about this a little bit on the weekend, he said, I want to talk to you as spiritual people, but I got to talk to you as 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 babes in Christ. So much of that has been true about me. And I think so much of what's gone on in churches and even our church has been the demonstration of just how all of the stresses and strains we've been through have shown our terrible lack of maturity. We want to grow up in his love. And let's remember what his love says. It ties right in with this in 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak with the tongues of men and the tongues of angels, but I do not have love, I become a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. If there's the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor and surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient and love is kind and love is not jealous and love does not brag and love is not arrogant, does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked or easily provoked, does not take into account wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, a partial will be done away with. And then this part. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. But when I became a man, an adult, I did away with childish things. Don't you want to? Here's my invitation to you. If you want to become a spiritually and emotionally emotional adult, a father or mother in the faith, man, we need you so much. Let's make this journey together. Let's make that our our plan. Oh yeah, people will come to the Lord. But you know, it would be unlikely that God would put very many babies in a place where there weren't enough adults to help them. You know, this weekend I'm going to teach on becoming a father in the faith or a mother in the faith. For that to happen, you will need to give up childish things. You'll have to be willing to say, maybe I I need to grow up too. Maybe I need to hear that call. I know I sure do. And we're going to have to do it together because we grow up together. We just can't do this alone. We need each other's perspective. 
I pray that for those of you that watch faithfully, and I'm so grateful for you, that you will watch that weekend message and you will join in that 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 purpose with us to be emotionally and spiritual adults to come to that place. And as time goes on, who knows what God's going to do with us, but he'll use us in his own way, in his own context. Please um, join this purpose because this is God's purpose. We need to give up those childish things so that we can go forward and grow up. Thanks for watching. Please share this with somebody so they can listen to it or watch it too.